0: Well, good morning and welcome to the Refuge Church. I pray that your July 4th was both enjoyable and restful and safe. And I want you to welcome you and invite you into this worship experience with us as we prepare to lift up the name of God to, to be brought into the very salvific and sanctifying presence of the Holy Spirit as we lift up and as we recognize who Jesus is in our lives. And I pray in the next few moments that God would speak and move in such an amazing and mighty way that your life will never be the same. Let's prepare ourselves to go in and to worship and to bless the name of our God.
1: Let us pray. Father, we thank you, we glorify you. We say hallelujah. We wanna just give you praise, honor, and glory. For we have seen another day And you have blessed us to see another day, Lord God. And Father, we know today we have new mercy, new grace, and new favor that you've given on our lives and everything that's a part of our lives, Lord God. So we want to say thank you. We want to give you glory. We want to give you honor. We want to give you praise. We're so thankful we serve a God that is the one true God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And no matter what, we're going through, whether we're in the hills or the valleys, we know that you will always be there with us. We know that we're always in your hands and we know we can always just cry out, Father God, and you're there and you're listening and you will show us your salvation. So Father, today we open up ourselves to you. We open our spirit to receive from you, Father, the word that you would have for us for today, Lord God. Let us use that word to become the people you've called us to be. Let us use that word to grow closer to you, Lord God. So we thank you, we glorify you. And again, we give you all the praise. In Jesus name I do pray, amen. It's that time, let's make our faith declarations. Come on, say it with me. Here at Refuge, we are a safe place where everyone can grow one step closer to Christ each and every day. We are biblical, balanced, and beneficial in everything that we do. We are Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-filled, and kingdom-oriented. And we are built for this. All right, Refuge Family, it's time to pass the peace. I'm believing that God gave you a word, whether that's literally just one word or 10 words, something for you to share with somebody to encourage, to uplift them. I want you to drop that in the comments right now, whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, go ahead and share that and pass the peace.
0: Won't you pray with me? Father, we thank you. We bless you for this opportunity to settle ourselves down and to hear directly from you and from your word. I pray that in these next few moments that the Holy Spirit would be our teacher, that he would lead us and guide us into all truth. I submit myself under his power, under his authority, that people might not hear me, but might hear you. Let your word come forth with power and with clarity. And God, let it be something that we can grab onto and change what we do as we become more Christ-like through this process. So, Lord, have your way. Glorify yourself. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, listen, um, I, I want to launch a series that I've been talking about for a couple of weeks uh, from the the tune, from the, the gospel tune, How I Got Over. Mahalia Jackson made it great. Uh, 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 Aretha Franklin sang it as a part of her Amazing Grace album. It was even in Uptown Saturday Night with Bill Cosby and with Sidney Poitier years ago. But uh, this song uh, talks about looking back one day and being able to figure out, how did I get through what I went through? And the only uh, solution, the only uh, idea that you can come up with is, is it's God that brought us over and brought us through. And so I asked if people would give me verses or portions of scripture that the Holy Spirit was using in your life to help keep you grounded, to help keep you focused in this strange time that we find ourselves in, and you responded. Uh, because there's a the, the reason why this is important, the reason why we've got to tell these stories and we share these scriptures with each other is because there's an overcoming power that's available to believers when we talk about and when we testify about what God has done. The Bible says in Revelation 12 and 11 that they, talking about the saints, overcame him, talking about the the satanic forces and what the devil tries to do. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives unto death they are were able to overcome by the word of their testimony so that means we have to talk about we have to testify we have to tell about how the power of god gets us through, gets us over, and allows us to achieve and find victory and operate in victory. So that's what this series is about. And so the first scripture, one of the first scriptures that came out was from Philippians chapter four. Philippians chapter four, beginning at verse six. Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven. Check it out from the New King James translation. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Well, listen, life in the 21st century was already full of things that create anxiety before 2020 hit, Uh, the the pace of life, the information that we get, the the connectivity that we have. Uh, And then you wanna throw in coronavirus, then you wanna throw in restrictions, then you wanna throw in racial strife. This This is a time where anxiety can get the best of anybody. And yet Paul in Philippians encourages believers to be anxious for nothing. Now, that word for anxious is rooted in the idea of caring, uh, and and that's to care about something or someone. And it's usually the caring that starts the process of us finding ourselves in a downward spiral. Uh, We care about something so much or care about a situation or person so much that we get concerned. But as we deal with the concern that we have because we care it's fear of the unknown that creeps in. The fear of the unseen fear of that which we can't control it begins to sneak into our thoughts and as it sneaks into our thoughts that concern that that we initially give to that thing that we care about pretty much pretty soon that concern begins to consume us it begins to consume our thoughts it begins to consume our time it begins to consume even our sleep sometimes we can even feel physically in our bodies that this thing is consuming us and it begins to take over us to the point that when it gets to that point of consuming us, watch this, we develop a habitual attitude of worrying. Now, it started with what we were concerned about in our heads, but as it consumes us, this habit filters down into our hearts because when it gets in that place there's this undue anxiety that begins to take over and consume us and if we're not careful can control us but paul says that we should be anxious for nothing now what's interesting is in the original language uh, that that the emphasis on on in the sentence is on the idea of nothing That the way that the Greek sentence is structured, what comes first gets the emphasis. And nothing is actually the first word in the Greek sentence. In other words, nothing is what God wants us to emphasize and to understand as it relates to anxiety. We should never allow ourselves to get to the point of anxiety about anything. Yes, we care. Yes, we can be concerned, but we should never get to the point of anxiety about anything. There isn't anything. Somebody needs to listen to this. There isn't anything that we will ever face that we should some become so concerned about that it consumes us with anxiety. Because that downward spiral that starts, it sh- we should never allow ourselves to get that far because God says from His Word about nothing should we ever be anxious. So so how do we break that downward spiral? How do we get out of that cycle? Uh, well, you ask good questions uh, and notice what happens. In every situation, in every circumstance, in every challenge, we can hit the release valve called prayer At any time in the care concern consumed process at any one of those steps prayer watch this is the antidote for anxiety the Bible is clear that that we shouldn't be anxious about nothing and the way that we ensure that we are anxious about nothing watch this is the antidote is through our prayer lives uh, in uh, in other words how do how are we to get out of this downward spiral we are to pray well pastor that that sounds like great information but how am i supposed to pray about the things that i'm concerned about notice what the notice what the text says we are to pray in everything in in big small little wide whatever it is we are to pray in everything if it concerns us i love it if it concerns us it concerns god that in er- that we should pray about anything that we are anxious or becoming anxious about not only that he says uh, it, that that be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication so we should pray in everything but we should pray in all kinds of ways there's at least two different ways mentioned in one verse about how to pray pray is simply uh, the the ability to, to lay things before God supplication is when it gets tense and intense and you need to bring the, the the concerns or the heaviness before the one who is an authority or who is the royal one it if, if it's small enough to pray about bring the prayers if it's big enough if it's intense enough supplication we ought to be able to pray in everything we ought to be able to pray all kinds of ways but then he says with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving the idea is that we ought to pray with an attitude of gratitude. Lord, I, I I am thankful that I even have things to pray about. Lord, I'm grateful for the fact that you have been good and kind and you've watched over me and watched over my people and watched over my stuff. So I'm not bringing this to you because I'm complaining. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I appreciate everything that you've done. But while you're doing these things, while you're looking out for me, here's the stuff that concerns me. Here's the stuff that I care about. This is the stuff that's about to consume me. Watch this. In other words, the idea is don't let the cares or the concerns or the worries, don't hold them in. Don't don't allow them to be the thing that keeps you from talking to God. Let them out. Pour them out unto the Lord. Pour them out in prayer. Uh, There's an old uh, hymn that we used to sing, that, Oh, what peace we often forfeit, oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we just don't carry everything to God in prayer. He says that we don't have to be anxious about anything, that the release valve, the antidote for anxiety is prayer. But then watch this, when we actually do use prayer, We get this vaccine that gets injected into our spiritual system that is the vaccination against the virus of anxiety. Look what he says in verse 7. He says, And when you pray, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus, Watch this. The idea of peace is the absence of troubled or anxious thoughts. That instead of staying in that place of being troubled and anxious and worried, we can pray. And when we pray, in in response to our releasing it to God, He releases peace that relieves us of the trouble and the anxiety. Peace peace is also, from a Jewish sense, it's the the being in right standing with God and when I'm in right alignment with Him to the point that I can share with God all that's going on in me, watch this, because I'm rightly related to Him and I hold nothing back, not trying to keep back my concerns and my worries to myself, He gives me relief from those concerns. And He does it in a way that this peace defies human understanding. Now remember, when, when we were on that downward spiral of care to the point of concern, it, it started to, to, be, to weigh heavy on our minds. How do we get through this? How do we think through that? What should be done? We start to get concerned in our minds. But this peace that comes from God defies human understanding. It defies human planning or human positive thinking or even positive effort. This peace that he will give lifts the burden starting at the heart and then moving to the head because look what he says and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts where you care and your minds where you're concerned in christ jesus the the opposite direction of it starts in our hearts and it moves to our heads when the peace of god comes it it it, it moves all the way up and, and it replaces everything that was a struggle before because anxiety can consume us. But the peace of God will guard us, will fight off the anxiety. So we gotta pray. And I wanna pause just for a moment because we're at a special time. There, there's a lot going on. There's there's um, new waves, second waves, first waves of, of coronavirus that's coming in. People are concerned, people are heavy. And I wanna make sure that we we take some time doing what the Word of God has just instructed us to do. And so I wanna take a moment and I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray for your family. I wanna pray for the stuff that you care about, that you're concerned with, to the point that when we pray, it won't consume us. And so I don't know what your situation might be. I don't know what may be going on in your personal life, but as a point of contact, I just want you to stretch your hands to that phone, that device, that TV, Uh, and, And let's spend some time releasing our anxiety to the Lord. Listen, let's pray. Right there wherever you are, just begin to pour out your heart unto God. Begin to lay out those cares, those concerns that you might have. Yes, God. Let Him know what you're concerned with. Father, you said in your word, that if we would bring to you our anxieties, our struggles, and our worries, if we would lay them out before you, if we would come to you through prayer and supplication, that you would release the peace that passes all understanding. God, thank you that you have been with us. Thank you for how you've carried us. Thank you for how you care for us. And so now, God, we bring to you the stuff that we were trying to figure out on our own and in response to these issues these people these problems these concerns these pains father would you take them and would you do with them what only you can do you can do stuff that doesn't make sense it surpasses our understanding but god in its place we ask for the peace that comes directly from you I, i ask oh god for the peace that will guard every heart and every mind in christ jesus i pray For a flooding in their souls for those that need it the most for the peace of God to stand in this moment. Lord, I thank you that you have the capability to answer the things that that are causing anxiety in us. Thank you, oh God, that nothing is too hard for you. Thank you there's nothing that you can't do. Thank you that you are a healer. Thank you that you are a deliverer. Thank you that you are a protector. Now, God, do it for us, your people as we have poured out our hearts to you. In Jesus name,
1: amen. If you want to know more about Jesus, have you decided to be a partner with our ministry? Let us know, take out the phone and text salvation. Do it right now to the number that you see on the screen. You can also text the word partner to the number if you want to be a part of our ministry. Don't wait, do it today. Have you been feeling just a little more stressed out lately more than usual? Would you like some spiritual guidance? Or maybe you just have some questions. Well, we have an answer just for you. Refuge is offering spiritual guidance through video chat. So if you or a loved one would like to talk, submit a request to info at refugechurchmiami.org. Beginning this week, we'll be starting a new series at Kingdom Seekers Bible Study. We will be discussing the doctrine or the study of sin. You really don't wanna miss it. So don't forget this Wednesday, 7.30 p.m.
0: Hey listen, as is our custom on the first Sundays, we always pause and we uh, reflect on what Jesus has done and we obey what Jesus asked us to do. He asked his disciples to do this in remembrance of him, to do it often, and so we try to make sure that at least once a month we pause and we reconnect and we remember and we renew our covenant commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that we can do it in such a way that we can clean the slate, that we can be in right standing for everything that's about to take place in our lives and in the days to come. And so Paul says that when we come to this point that we do it, uh, that we ought to to examine ourselves first, that we ought to take some time. Uh, Go back over the catalog of the things that we've said, that we've done, the the ways that we have not operated in the mind of Christ, where we haven't operated in the Spirit of God, where we haven't followed the letter or even the Spirit of the law in our actions, and we've committed sin. We've done things in violation of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And uh, we don't do this uh, to beat ourselves up. We don't do it for a guilt trip. We do it because the Bible says that if we confess our sins, that He is faithful, God is faithful, and He's just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so I invite you to take this moment. Uh, take, take about 30 seconds and just spend some time with the Lord, getting your heart right, asking Him to forgive you of sin. If There's uh, issues if there's unforgiveness in your heart. Don't, don't let that cloud the relationship that you've been allowed to have with the father through Jesus Christ. And so uh, right where you are, just take a few moments and just begin to do some personal business with the Lord. Asking him to forgive, asking him to wash you and to make you clean, to be in right standing with him uh, so that you can move forward in what God has for you. Let's take a moment. Do at this moment and we pause and we say thank you. Thank you for your son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you that he didn't think it robbery or something devious, that he is equal with you and yet being equal with you as God, he chose to come to this earth taking on our human forms, taking on our humanity and he chose To deliver himself up as the perfect sacrifice for our sin so Lord we recognize that with that kind of perfect sacrifice we haven't lived up to the perfect requirements and so we ask that you might forgive us we ask that you would look past our faults and see our need we ask oh God that you would be reminded of what Jesus paid for us on the cross when he said in that moment father forgive them for they know not what they do. He was not talking about just the crowd. He was talking about us. So Father, I pray that you would forgive us, wash us, make us clean, set us right again, get our minds right, get our hearts right, because we wanna please you. We wanna follow after your son, Jesus. And so Lord, in these next few moments, I pray that you would consecrate these elements, a simple wafer that reminds us of the body of Jesus, broken and bruised for us, it's just a little bit of juice, but the color, the liquid reminds us that it was his blood shed for us. So Father, as we remember him, would you put us back together? Would you remember us that we might move forward being your sons, your daughters, your representatives of your kingdom on the earth, doing the things on earth that you desire to be done in heaven? In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Paul says it like this, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread. He blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to them. He said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take and let's eat together. And Paul says in the same manner, Jesus also took the cup after supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. This, as often as you do it, you do this in remembrance of me. So let's take and drink together. Paul says that as often as we do this, as often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. We shout it out loud. We live it out loud. We, we celebrate the fact that not only did Jesus die, but Jesus rose and one day he's coming back again soon. And with all that we've got facing in front of us, we need to be in right standing and relationship with Jesus. And we have taken the time to obey what his word says. Now, Paul had also said to those believers that Um, when you do this in the right manner, when you follow the prescriptions of what God's Word says, that God reverses the curse among the people of God. And so if you've been watching this and there's illness in your body, if there's someone that's ill in your family, if there's any kind of physical maladies, we believe, according to 1 Corinthians 11, that there is the power of God to reverse that curse. And so as a sign of connection, if you'll just stretch your hands toward that screen, We declare by the shed blood of Jesus, that by the stripes laid on Jesus, you are healed, you are delivered, you stand in wholeness, that sin has to come up under the authority of the risen Savior, Jesus Christ. And we declare healing and wholeness in those bodies, in those persons, in those minds, and in those relationships. Let it be done according to the Word of God and according to our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody ought to give God praise right down through there because as a sign that God has healed you, go ahead and praise Him in advance. Go ahead and give God glory in advance for being in right standing with the Lord Jesus. Well, hey, listen, it's offering time in the house. It's time to bless God with our gifts of tithe, offering, love, offering in whatever way that you desire to or whatever way God has asked you to commit yourself to supporting the work of the kingdom of God. This is the moment to do it. For every blood-bought believer, for every partner uh, as a part of this church, you know of our obligation to tie the portion of the, that which has come in as income. We give it back to God because of our commitment to Him. Uh, you can see right here there's four different ways that you can give, but remember you never give to a person, you never give to a church, but you only give as unto the Lord. And If this has been a blessing to you, then you ought to be able to support the fact that we're trying to advance the kingdom of God all over the world. Uh, even through new means and new medium Uh, and so we want you to celebrate and be a part of that and to give as unto the Lord as a part of your worship in these next few moments while you're preparing that I pray that you'll remember that this is the moment still of worship and we're going to worship God in our giving let's take a few moments grab your device uh, get what you need to and let's worship God in this time of giving You so much for your obedience and your faithfulness in that moment of giving. And just remember that God says that when we give as unto Him, He opens up the windows of heaven and pours out blessings we won't even have room enough to receive. And that's how I want to end this worship experience. I want to ask that God would pour out His grace and His faithfulness and His goodness and His protection upon you and upon your family because you have taken this time to recognize Him and to put Him in the right place. Can I pray for us? Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the reminders that we don't have to be anxious about anything. You've already built in a, a, a worry free valve into our lives through this thing called prayer. Lord, thank you that when we pray that you release the peace that doesn't even make sense to guard our hearts and our minds in in Christ Jesus. And so Lord, that's what I pray for these, your people, that you would pour out upon each of us as we prepare for this week. Pour out your peace, pour out your favor, pour out prosperity, pour out your protection upon each of us thank you that there's nothing for us to be anxious about. And even if something comes up, you're greater than that. You surpass all understanding. You have all power in your hands. And so our trust is in you. Now, God, I pray that you would continue to move in through, into, in through, and for your people. You be glorified in us as we glorify you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. May God continue to bless you and keep you is my prayer. I love you and there's nothing that you can do about it. Have a great weekend, Lord.